Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. And tonight on the Homecoming Heritage Hot Seat, he's the soundtrack of your Sunday, the man that makes you fall in love all over again, and the man with possibly the best voice in radio. You know who it is, Bradley Knight. Welcome to the Homecoming. Wow, what an intro, Celeste. Thank you so much. Good to be on your show. <laughs> no, thank you so much for, for coming. I know you're a very busy man, so I'm very grateful to have some of your time, and I won't keep you long, but I do have to ask you, first and foremost, how long have you been at Good Hope FM? <laughs> do I really have to tell? <laughs> Don't give your age away. <laughs> Look, I, I think the amount of time that I've been at Good Hope FM is probably equal to some of my colleagues' ages at oh. Good Hope FM at the moment. So I've, I've been around for a while. In fact, I'm um, approaching my 21st. If I were to celebrate Good Hope FM years, then on Christmas Eve this year will make 21 years. You're joking. Yeah. Are you serious? 21 non-stop, no breaks in service and very, very, very incredibly uh, privileged to have been able that to do this. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Do you even remember like your first show? I do. Were I you do. nervous? I, I was so nervous and in fact I was expecting a phone call the next day to say don't worry to come back thanks for coming <laughs> 21 years later well almost uh, 20 and years later you are. I mean I'm, I'm still uh, still doing the gig and, and we are marketing. so happy still that you are with us definitely you are as I said the soundtrack to our Sundays how did you even end up going into radio was it something you wanted to do Absolutely not in the radio. I mean, I think any of my high school friends um, from Harold Tracy back in the day who might be tuned in would probably have voted me like the least likely person in class. <laughs> were you, why were you quiet? Uh, well, yeah, and I actually still am. I'm quite a very kind of like reserved, shy kind of guy, to be quite honest with you. So it's it's a bit of a like, uh, how did this happen that I ended yeah. up in radio? But no, it wasn't. It wasn't on the horizon. It was just something that kind of like in my late teen years, I really started enjoying listening to radio. Okay. And then I was one of those. Back in the day, they used to do these tours of the SABC yeah, yeah. where you could come and check out the radio studios. Mm. And I went on one of those tours out of interest. And got to see the inside of a radio studio and I think that's when the, the interest clicked but there was no, you know, intention of... Um, yeah, no but you know when that radio it. bug bites you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, many years had passed after that that uh, studio kind of like mm. tour and... Um, and then, you know, I eventually ended up um, studying and my, my original intention was to become a high school teacher. Okay. And, I mean, I... I I'm, I don't think people would have taken me seriously as a high school teacher, so <laughs> no homework would have been done, anything like that. So, but th- that was the plan. I studied at UWC to to do this, and then while there, I joined the campus radio station. That was okay. my kind of my first taste of radio. Yeah, that is phenomenal. And then you were spotted. Was the talent spotted? Well, actually, no. It was. It wasn't even a broadcast. They used to like play music in the cafeteria. Oh, over lunch okay, days. okay. But but this listen, Celeste, this is back in the day when we used to use cassette tapes. So I used to go in and then wind the cassette tape with a pencil to get it to the. See, right this spot. is what happens when you're committed to what you do. <laughs> and I can tell you that the, the audition went horribly wrong. I'm, I'm actually still surprised that to this day they even invited me into that studio to to give it a go because. Nothing went right, but uh, anyway, it turned out that I got this gig, and then while I was there, I had heard about this 
community radio station in Ottery um, that was looking for talent over the December holidays. Mm. And so that's what I did. It was called C-Flat Radio at the time. It's no longer on air, but okay. uh, that's where I got my Your first start. gig mm. in broadcast radio. And I eventually ended up staying there. That's where I cut my teeth in radio and lint on air what it's like to be a radio presenter and producing and anchoring and that kind of thing. So that's pretty much where it all came together for me. That is so cool. I wish you could see my face. My mouth is hanging open because I'm so intrigued (laughs) by the story. I could listen to you forever. And Brad, where are you actually originally from? Are you Cape Town from Cape Town originally? I am. Excuse me. I am born and bred Cape Town. I, I grew up... Uh, in fact, I think my first six months of my life was spent in Kensington because mm-hmm. my, my mom and dad at the time were, were living there. And then they moved into Belhar. So Belhar is like my home. hometown. That's your means, no, no, sir. I, I was like that boykey on the BMX like, <laughs> through the streets delivering. Oh, oh how I wish <laughs> I could see this. And playing tuk-tuki and hide-and-seek and stuff. So I grew up in, in Belhar and went to Erika Primary. <clears throat> that was where that, that's where okay. yeah my formative years were spent um, in good old Belhar mm-hmm. absolutely. Brad, yeah. so, so you um, we know you as the voice of like our Sunday soundtrack, as I said, and many people always ask me why isn't Brad on like the daytime lineup? He's so great, <laughs> and I have to tell them because Brad is a very important man. He is a very very important man. People might not know your nine to five. Tell us what you do. Okay, so. What I do nine to five is I'm a clinical psychologist. That's what I do during the day. Um, and I work at a psychiatric hospital. I won't disclose which one, but that, that's what I do. I'm, I'm involved in mental health and, um, and yeah, also incredibly grateful for what yeah. I get to do every day as well in terms of working with people and their difficulties. Of course. Do you yeah. find it a stressful job? Like with most gigs, you oh, know, things yes. can be quite stressful, and um, but it certainly is very, very, very rewarding. And um, it took a long time to to get there. It was about, you know, it's about seven to eight years worth of training <laughs> um, that one undergoes in order to do this. Um, mm. But like I said, um, very. Very, very grateful that I get to do this on a daily basis. Radio host, clinical psychologist, but also drives a motorbike. You're a man of many talents. (laughs) Yeah, so let me be honest with you. The reason why I'm on a motorcycle was because I had a car that cost me a lot of petrol. So I ended up getting onto a scooter in order to save some petrol. And this... And don't you cut out a lot of time as well of your daily commute? It does. And (laughs) and then I thought, like, this scooter is so cool. Um, The bug bit there. And so I, you know, eventually graduated to something Mm. a little bigger. So I I have a motorcycle that I use and that, yeah, there's nothing quite like the Like, can you be cooler than a radio host with a motorbike (laughs) and be a clinical psychologist? I don't think it gets better. Uh, Brian, we just went through very intense lockdown starting at level five um, and and now we're in level one. But I mean, when when we hit level five, many of us started working from home and so many of our good old FM family we we had a kind of glimpse into your life because oftentimes we would hear little tiny voices on your show. <laughs> yeah. So how was it having the kids at home while you were working? <laughs> it, you know, at first it was a bit like, okay, how's this going to work? Right? Because uh, they knew exactly where I was in the house. Yeah, you can't hide. To do the show. 
And um, I just decided, look, I mean, I'm at home, so people are expecting that mm. whatever happens at home is probably going to happen. And with the little ones that I have, yeah, I mean, they would, you know, walk in, Daddy, are you in a meeting? And <laughs> it was the, the mic thing. would be live at that point. I'm like, well. It was the cutest thing. I promise you I loved it. <laughs> So, so they do uh, miss having me at home now that we're back at mm. um, the studio. And of course, I miss, you know, having the best of both worlds where I've got radio happening plus being home. Because mm. I'm like a real homebody. Yeah, like yeah me too. Um, I get it. You know, so, um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was really lucky to be able to do that and um, and to share share that space with them where yeah. from time to time they'd step onto the mic and tell daddy what they want to very, eat very cute. supper <laughs> <laughs> Brad listen so if you think back because I know I just said and I mean the accolades speak for themselves you're a man of many talents and you do a lot of things but if you think if you think back maybe a couple of years ago if you weren't doing what you're currently doing what do you think what else sparks your interest what would you have been doing mm, that's a really good question eh? I mean I I probably would have been working in a toy store. Really? Honestly. <laughs> like, I'm like that guy. I would be like working in the toy store and know how every toy works. Okay, and, okay, you're that and, guy. And, and enjoy toys. Well, I can tell you this much. Your kids would have loved that though. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's why I can get lost in a toy store and spend hours there, which, of course, the kids a would love. A kid at heart. We love that. Brad, <laughs> le- we, are, we have to wrap up, and I almost don't want to let you go because this is so interesting, but let's go back to your primary school days. Let's go mm. back to 12 years old, and you yeah. get to go back to Brad right now. What would you say to him? I would say to him, don't let anybody else's opinion of you mm. define who you are because you are going to find yourself pleasantly surprised, <laughs> my boy, one of these days. That is Just adorable. Be true to who you are and take it day by day. That's what I'd say. I think that's very cute. I think that's something you should instill in your kids, and I'm sure you do anyway, uh, because we find it so difficult at a young age to find our feet. We want to be like everyone else. So I think it's really cool. Bradley Knight, thank you so much for being on the Homecoming Heritage Hot Seat. It was so cool to get to know a little bit more about you. I feel like next time when you come around, I'm going to book out like 30 minutes for the two of us. (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you for the invitation. 100%. Brad, not that you need it at all, but please tell us when your show is so we know. Okay, so my my show is on a Sunday night at 6 o'clock. It's called The Sunset Smoothie. Mm. I've got DJ Grant Lesh at 7. He does this wild mix yeah. every Sunday night and makes it feel like a Friday night or a Saturday night, even though it's Sunday evening. And then at 8 o'clock, just like you, I play these liquor, mm. smoking hot, <laughs> love ballads, blues numbers. And the we make them fall in love. call it Fifty Shades of Frey, so that's what it is. Mm. And that's what I do every Sunday, 6 to 10. Feel it for more. For more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.